Welcome to the GameWave Podcast. My name is Joe. And my name's Mike. And this is the GameWave Podcast where we hope to bring you the best in original video game style music. Everything we play on the show is inspired by video games in some way. So then, Joe, what have you been doing in the past week? Past week? Or past two weeks. Hmm. On Saturday, I got to play the Wii. Oh, yeah. For the first time. Went down to local shopping centre where Nintendo kindly brought it out for us to play with. And yeah, it was good. Played um, the tennis game from Wii Sports with my brother, and yeah, really easy to pick up. Um, enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to getting one for Christmas. How sensitive is the control? I was thinking that you know it was just a bit stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not stupid. It's um, yeah, it's just really easy to pick up. Basically, you swing it like a normal tennis racket during the game, so. Mm. Does it take a lot of skill, or is it a bit like you know no. eye toy nonsense? Yeah, it's it's really easy. I mean, there was it's easy. Well, yeah, because I I hadn't played it before, and I ah, just picked it up straight away. That might not be a good thing though. 
what if you everyone's really good at everything and um well no i like think it's one of the things that's easy to pick up but hard to master ah i see because nintendo's strategy is to get everyone involved so you know but then also seek out the best of the best yeah for their secret ninja academy yeah also on thursday i went to nottingham and met my good friend trilly listener of the podcast and we've been talking about it on um few previous shows but he played his DJ set and it went quite well. To be honest though there's hardly anyone about in the room when um he played the set. But it was it was good to hear, you know, chip tunes blasting out of some pretty hefty speakers. And the people who were there enjoyed it. So it was good, yeah. And what other artists did he play? He played a lot of eight bit people stuff, so some Anamaniguchi, some Vim, some Lobat, stuff like that, some really um really 8-bit sounding stuff so that was good what have you been up to? me? why do you ask? I'm interested why are you interested? well it's polite oh, I'm so not actually I'm not interested you I'm don't, just you being polite well that angers me inside but I'm going to tell you anyway just because you're not interested so in order to compensate for the offence you've just caused me I'm going to tell you Oh no, I've just changed my mind. I because I've just realised I haven't really done anything in the past week. Well, I might have done, but I can't remember it. Um, I know this morning I was playing Earthworm Jim on my GP2X. That was on uh, Sega Mega, Sega Genesis emulator. Mega Drive. Sega Mega Drive. Same thing. Well, I mean, we've got to cover all areas. Bases. Bases. Yeah, that's it. So. So. Yeah, so it's covered. Isn't what was it? that on the way to on the tram? Yeah, and um, well, I played Earthworm Jim two for a bit, and Earthworm Jim one, and remembered how hard it is. But it's kind of easy at the same time because there's loads of health and bullets and stuff everywhere to collect. But it's a hard game, and uh, yeah, I started playing it because I remembered some of the music on it from uh, one level with Evil the Cat, and it's just this really class piece I heard it on TV the other day so I searched for it on the internet TV? yeah it was on an advert the music Whoa. what do you mean? no just the background music for a level what, and, an um, advert for what? I can't remember no I found out I looked on the internet and found out it's actually a classical piece oh right I see it was just sort of the intro to a level I think and then yeah it's called Night on Bald Mountain oh right and uh, I forget who it's by I don't can we play a clip of it? <laughs> it's really good. It was on um, on this level. Yeah, it was set in heck because um, I don't think they were allowed to say hell, which I always thought was quite funny. Do you recognise it from anything? Fantasia. Fantasia. It was on Fantasia. Yeah. What part of the film? Those elephants were really scary. It wasn't the elephants that scared me? It was the battle between Zeus and Hades, I guess. Oh no! 
I, I quite found found it quite scary with the um, you know in the broom and he's like chopping it up mm. into little pieces oh it's just so horrible and they would drown in and you know Merlin came and saved the day but if he wasn't around Mickey would have been dead by now Disney or evil why they just are they're wonderful they're that's not. a life that's lesson. the thing they, <laughs> on, the, on the exterior mm-hmm. it's all cute bunnies and deers and on the interior, cats. Walt Disney is horrible. Well, it was alright. Walt Disney was alright. He's all right, frozen. He's cryogenically frozen in a little like chamber. <laughs> he's not evil. No, because they're like a big corporation and they just like try to kill people. They make these nice little films about fantasy characters. Well, then you're part of the problem. <laughs> that first track you heard was Nez 4 by Schnabubula. And that came with recommendation by Phlogiston. So... Yeah, I like that. It's good. The next track is by Disasterpiece, and it's from the October 2006 Dwelling of Chip Tunes competition, which can be found through megatrip.com. We've played you track 8 and track 2 by Disasterpiece, and this track is entitled 7.
So that was Disaster Piece, and now it's time for the listener emails. So this week we got an email from Ray of Konami Defense System and Operation Mission. And um, we do get quite a few emails from artists, and I don't always read them out, but I just thought we'd read this one out because it's, I don't know, kind of cool. And he gave us a recommendation. It's Ray from Operation Mission and Konami Defense System. Still love the show. Don't stop doing them. And also, you guys should check this guy out if you hadn't already. Randomizer.say Word Ray That was a funny voice. Yep. Is that your radio voice? That's my new radio voice, yeah. Cool. Well, why haven't you been using it up until this point? Um, I just kind of discovered it just then. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't know my voice went that deep. It doesn't sound much like you. Well, you try it. You try it. I, I won't be able to do it. Just start speaking normally, but then go really down low. <laughs> <laughs> I, it won't compare. Try. <sighs> Come on. I'm not making a fool of myself on air. <laughs> Why you do it so well? <laughs> no, I just end up sounding like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, do that. That'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I, what's that? Biting? How does he sound? It's Ray. It's Ray. No, I can't do it. No trick. You do it. I like that. Hell on sorts, nigga. It's Ray from Operation Mission. <laughs> That's all you're getting. Sorry. It's Ray. <laughs> what? That sounds like um, the moon from the Mighty Boosh. Well, yours wasn't very good of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't claim it was. It's Ray from Operation Mission. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. A Spanish guy. I guess so. I, was, I thought I'd do Ukrainian. <laughs> but it didn't work out, did it? Okay, so thanks for email, Ray. Glad you like the show. We like Konami Defense System. I also got a message through MySpace from a guy called Jordan and he says Hi there, me and my roommate do a show out here in Brooklyn which doesn't really have much to do with video game music per se but I see some similarities in our radio style. Check out our show at www.349.seehownice.org and see what you think. I recommend a later episode. In the latest episode I talked a bit about the Blipfest that's going on here right now. We're definitely going to do a review, and I'll be sure to plug your show whenever I get a chance. Thanks, keep up the good work, the shows are great working music. Jordan. So thanks for that message, Jordan. So I'll get round to checking out that show soon. But you mentioned the Blip Festival. So the Blip Festival is now over, but I'd be really interested to see how it all turned out. If any of the listeners went, be sure to drop us an email. And the next song is Disco Force by Random who were an artist that was suggested by Ray in the email.
seen Dragon Force on Thursday aren't we? Yep, only four days time. Should be good. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it for ages. Well you've seen him have you seen him twice now? Yeah, two yeah, maybe three times. No, I think twice. Mm. And I haven't seen them yet, but they're awesome. Yeah. They're really good to watch. Video game influenced as well, in part. The guitarist I think. Yeah. Herman Lee, Chinese guitarist. He's incredible. From Hong Kong. Yep. Oh, have you seen his hat? His fingers are so small and thin. I don't know how he manages to just stretch all the way at the fretboard. Cool. But it's really good. Can't wait for it. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll give the listeners a report of how that went. Yeah. Oh, I've been... I bought my ticket so long ago, it's all torn up. And uh, But yours is brand new, isn't it? I wasn't going to go at first, but I changed my mind. Did you change your mind, or did I change it? No. I'm an independent thinker. Really? Yeah. Since when? No, it was you that kind of got just, me into them. I implant my thoughts. Yeah, you hadn't even heard of them before you'd met me. Yeah, but that was like ages ago before <coughs> they were famous. <coughs> I persuaded you. Okay. Right then. Well done. Just relax. And I've noticed something on the ticket. Telephone orders cost £10 plus a 10% booking fee. Yeah. But when you, when you buy them at a shop, they cost £10 and a 5% booking fee. So what's that extra 5% on the telephones? Is that how much they pay the people to pick up the telephone and raise their arm, like, a few feet in the air? Is that... Because when you're a counter, you don't need to lift your arms, do you? You just keep them flat and, like, slide everything along. Slide the tickets. <laughs> slide the money back. So, you, you know, you don't, you're not fighting against gravity. That's not how shops work. Isn't it? No, if if they did, I'd, I'd be there all the time. Well, you are there all the time, aren't you? In shops? yeah. No, I'm. I'm always like, "Hey, hey, Joe, what are you doing?" And and you're like, "I'm just in a shop." I don't think we've ever had that conversation. All oh, right, maybe it was like the stream that I had the other day when. Ah, oh, did I tell you about it? I was underwater because I was scuba diving, but then, 
Yeah, I skipped that part, that's boring. But anyway, I had these leaded boots on in another part, so I was scuba diving again, but not with normal scuba kit. And I was like, on the bottom of the ocean. But it wasn't like I was underwater. Because uh, it was just like being on land, like on meadows and stuff. And I could jump and fly really far. Sounds like Spongebob to me. Yeah, I guess kind of. It was a bit darker and more green and more flying <laughs> and less Spongebob. So now we have two tracks in a row. The first one is Flying Air Guitar by Bandit Train.
So that track you heard there was Highway Action by Atex, and that's from his release Highway Action, and he calls his um, genre of chip tunes action chip tunes. I think that describes them well. I'd just like to make an apology for um, last week. When we were doing Website of the Week, I said that Mark DiNardo um, actually made the game Gamma Brothers, which we talked about, and that's not in fact true because he only made the sounds for the game. The game was made by Pixel Jam, and um, I received an email from Disasterpiece to inform me of that. So, sorry if I hurt or offended anyone in the process, but I hope this apology makes everything better. <laughs> so we've got a quick news bulletin, and that is that Player 2 is releasing an EP on Megatwerp, and also Spamtron is releasing an EP and some additional other tracks on Betamod. So the two creators of Megatwip and Betamod are doing a little swap there, and I look forward to hearing that. And also, we still plan to release the GameWave podcast compilation on Betamod. Keep your eye out for that, it should be coming pretty soon. Now I've got two tracks in a row, followed by Website of the Week section. The first song is For the Meek by Sliver. Thank you. 
track you just heard was Hypnotica by 8-Bit Gin, and that's HIP, H-I-P, not H-Y-P. And now it's time for Website of the Week, and this week's Website of the Week is the-berserker.net. Heard about this site when Vinsel from Golgoth13, one of the bands we play here on the podcast, sent me an email, and it is actually his site, and what he's done is um, take pictures of one of his favourite in-game characters from an Atari game called Berserk and as he's from France I guess he's stuck up these images of the little guy all around France and then taking pictures of him I thought that was a nice little concept My favourite part about the site is um, when you hover the mouse above links and things like that it makes the most hilarious sound I've never played the game called Berserk have you Mike? Um, I might have done but I don't think I have not off the top of my head I kind of recognise the graphics, but maybe that's just because the Atari graphics were so simplistic and they all look the same. Well, not all the same, but quite similar. Yeah, it looks like quite a lot of games from that era, I think. But obviously it meant something to Vincent. Yeah, he, have, he must have liked it so much that he put up pictures. Do you think anyone in France recognises it? You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? I like to think so. There's a small cult following of people that... Yeah. Ah yes, I see where that's come from. Yeah, that'd be cool. Is there a name for this kind of thing? Is it like guerrilla graffiti? Graffiti, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, yeah. But in the name of video games, anything's okay. In the name of video games, it's graffiti, but it's kind of advertising. But for a game that's like twenty years old. Yeah. Extinct advertising. Defunct advertising, that's it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so check the site out, the-berserker.net, and also check out Golgoth 13 if you haven't heard their music already. The next song is His Rest by Nesmel from the album Press Start.
so finally we've both seen the new James Bond film Casino Royale I didn't like it neither did I <laughs> what a coincidence did we talk about it already on the podcast uh, I don't think so mm. we might have mentioned it I saw it like the day before it came out a preview <laughs> the day before it came out yeah don't you mean the day after no I mean the day before okay the preview re- yeah I don't before. really understand those previews so. I don't really because it's like what's the point why don't you just release it a day earlier? Yeah, why don't you just or just wait? I've already got the films. So what did you like and dislike about the film? Oh, it was rubbish. <laughs> That's not much detail, but... Okay, let's go from the start. The intro. What, the opening credits were... They were okay. No, they I grew, really like that bit. Well, they grew on me, but it was boring. It's just... It was okay. I like the way no it worked. There was no naked ladies. <laughs> there was. They were only silhouetted, though. Oh, well. Anyway, this is a family show. We shouldn't be talking about such things. <laughs> what family show? Listen? Children listening. <laughs> really? Listening. What, me? <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a child. child presenting. All right, then. And um, the music to it was boring. It was yeah, just it like a rehash of all the other theme tunes with electric guitars and some stupid man. Oh, you just need, like, I don't know. They should have had Nightwish doing it. <laughs> now, that would be a good theme tune. <laughs> Nightwish. <laughs> and... Uh, so what else happened in the film? Well, I liked the first kind of few minutes because it was kind of exciting, and they had a free running scene with that guy leaping about all over the place. Yeah, that he was, was actually good. the guy who invented um, free running. Really? Yep. He invented ru- jumping from place to place. No, well, he invented the kind of culture that surrounds yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but after that, it kind of just went downhill. Well, the fighting's annoying. I mean, oh, I was like, why don't? Oh, it's so stupid the way he fights. Why doesn't he just shoot everyone? And then people are like, ah, well, it's more realistic like this. And if you want to see a realistic fight, you just... We're already in real life. You go to the cinema to see one <laughs> no, I like realism realistic. in my films, but I didn't think it was real... Well, I, I just thought James Bond was played too evil. Oh, no, but he, that was the thing, because they completely took it the opposite way. He was too nice. Like, every time there was two bad guys in the corridor, instead of shooting them, he had a gun. He'd, like, shoot a vent next to them and blow hot air in the face. You thought he was too nice? Too nice? I thought it was too dark, I thought compared to other James Bonds. Well, who's your favourite James Bond? Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce? <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> Connery? Connery. Oh, follow the crowd. The crowd? Oh, that offends me. Goldfinger... Is one of my old favourite films. No. That's no. what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was just a stupid ending. I mean, if the film kind of finally got going. He, he shot someone and then the credits oh, and rolled. Then, no, and then... Oh, no, the, oh, the woman. woman. Goodness oh, me. And you can, uh, there's, there should be elements of a love story within James Bond. Elements. But it shouldn't take over the whole plot yeah, to the point where the whole, he resigns like a third from of MI5. It was like a big third... He was supposed to be evil. It was like a huge... Gaping chunk. chunk of the film, and it was just him and this woman in that hotel. It was horrible. It made me squirm <sighs> in my seat. They weren't even, you know, getting it on or anything <laughs> like that. Like Connery would have been. He'd be in and out five minutes, one scene. I know it just lasted for ages and ages. Them kissing, holding hands. Oh, great, great. That's all. It didn't feel like James Bond to me. No. Though I like the old ones. Yeah. Because you know, in ten minutes, he'd have met the woman, done it with the woman. She'd have been killed, and he'd have killed whoever killed her. And that's like that's a little part of the film, not the whole film. And you, oh, it's just terrible. I think we should stop before we get too. No, up. and then she killed herself. That didn't make me too happy. 
all that time I forced myself to pay attention and watch all the love scenes and then I finally was starting to think oh she's alright this woman and then dang she's dead I was in tears it's the way it goes I wasn't in tears I was just annoyed and then the film ended and I was just annoyed and left so that was that's my it sort of led up to that conclusion then I was annoyed and left and that was it <laughs> actually right. I was the last one to leave the cinema because I like to watch the credits yeah I think that's okay Okay, well, there's our little movie review section. YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Which also shows um, motion pictures. Indeed, it does, yeah. Not very long ones. Well, no. But you've started your own video log. I have indeed started my own. And if you want to see it, you can access it in www.youtube.com forward slash dragonzoon. And that's spelt quite how you'd imagine it I suppose Dragon Z-O-O-N and it's got some really funny videos you've seen some haven't you yeah well you're pretty crazy on both of them really well yeah t- there's only two but they're, they're sort of parts of just one video parts of the bigger picture yeah I don't know about crazy no that's definitely a word I'd include including what? the description of those videos right maybe it's not a word that you should include because I find it a little yeah, but you'd upsetting basically you went crazy and drank lots of coffee no I was I was ill and drank lots of coffee and then went crazy <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go crazy I was anyway, sensible at that if you want to check a bit into um, Mike's life Mike's daily routine mm-hmm. um, then check out that site and also on YouTube there's another great site um, and you'd have to search for Spheres of Chaos in order to see um, clips of individual songs from a gig we played recently on October the 19th. Well, two months ago. Yeah. So it's got videos of each song and they're quite high quality. And well, relevant. it sounds okay. Yeah, the sounds quite good though if you think about it, considering it's a live gig. Mm. The next track is called Gene Sega Drive and it's by Dread. And like the Disaster Beast track we played earlier, it's part of the October 2006 Dwelling of Chip Tunes competition release.
So now we've come to the end of the show. Thanks for listening. If you want to check out our website, head on over to www.gamewavepodcast.com and also everything we release um, in MP3 form can be accessed through www.betamodradio.com. The website's um, back up, um, running fine now after the server fire, so everything should be working. And if you ever feel the need to get in contact with us, you can send us an email across to contact at gamewavepodcast.com. The last track we're going to play for you today is called The Big Sleep, and it's by Ray, who goes under the name Operation Mission. So this has been episode 18. Tune in next time for a slightly Christmas edition of the Game Wave podcast. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.